Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are talking high school football with Scotty Melvin. Scotty, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon. How's it going? Well, I've got a guest for you you're going to be super excited about. It's Coach Doherty from uh, the Fort Madison Bloodhounds. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, the schedules are out. And, uh, uh, Scotty, what's your first question there? Well, it's great to talk to you again, Coach Doherty. I'm, I'm glad I get this opportunity. Uh, Dave's right. I'm excited. <laughs> Likewise. I love talking to you guys. All right. So, I guess he wants to talk schedule today. And uh, it's cool to look at all these uh, different uh, schedules that have come out for everyone. I'm looking through District 4. You guys play in that one. Um, it looks to me like your um, non-district schedule definitely got a couple teams on there that you wanted. And then I see a couple that uh, I don't know where they were at on your list, but uh, they're interesting games, certainly some challenges. Um, what are your feelings about going to Centerville and then having a Williamsburg team at home? Yeah, we uh, so I mean, we found out on, on Friday, like everybody else, and I was actually at a football clinic. I was, I was speaking at it, and uh, – um, you know, right before the, the districts dropped. And so, you know, kind of looking at it, putting it together. Um, and then I, I did my presentation and um, Coach Kovac from Centerville came up and he said, I wasn't expecting that, were you? I said, no. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we they, the state did send out who selected who for um, their, their non-district games. And we did not have Centerville down. They did not have us down. Uh, same with Williamsburg. They didn't put us down. We didn't put them down. But um, they're, they're who's on our schedule. So we know that obviously both of them are, are uh, high caliber teams and, and programs. So, um, you know, we've been building this thing and, and we're going to get tested. We know that. And you shouldn't want to get tested as you're building the program. So I think this is our toughest schedule. Uh, I know for sure that, that I've ever coached uh, with, and I would say probably historically. So um, you got to be excited about challenge, and we're going to be challenged um, every week, no doubt. Well, Coach, I'm looking for us on uh, your Facebook page. I'm not seeing it. Where's uh, Where can I see the schedule posted at? Um, I did post it on there. I have our, our little graphic. Um, I wonder. Maybe, it's, uh, maybe I didn't scroll down far enough. Yeah. Is it on your personal page, or is there, what is the? It's on my Here it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So, uh, uh, Minneapolis is a scrimmage. Okay. And then, uh, yep. uh so you got Fairfield. That, that was a question I was going to ask you. 
let's talk about the Fairfield game. Was it important to, to you guys to uh, schedule that? I know they were looking to, to get a matchup with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about it last time I was on. Uh, and Scott, he was talking about it just doesn't seem like it would be right for a football season to go uh, without a, a Fort Madison Fairfield matchup. So uh, we we have such a great relationship with Coach Wheaton and, and obviously the utmost respect for Fairfield and, and the history of their program. And so we were really excited to have them on, on our schedule. And we know what we're going to get when we play them every year. It's going to be a tough, hard-nosed game. So that was a, it was an exciting matchup. Okay. Well, go ahead, Scott. I got to run downstairs. Ask him a long question. All righty. Well, well, we got the floor this time, Coach Doherty. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Fairfield, I'm looking through the entire district schedule, and even though we were bummed that they weren't added uh, to District 4 with you guys, it looks like all the traditional teams uh, that would normally be in that district uh, with Fairfield, are, you're all getting a, a shot at them in the non-district part, so that's pretty neat. Um, one thing I noticed, and I wonder if you agree, if, if you've scanned through any of your, your district foes' uh, schedules, and it is like just one heavyweight team after another. Every school in this district has a loaded schedule. Um, it is going to be a dogfight from week one to week nine for every single one of you guys, and that's before you even get into your district, and then that's going to be a whole other level. Um, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, like you, you have to be excited about, about challenge. I mean, that's why we work the way that we do is we want to test ourselves and um, you know, the, the, the state helped out with the test. Um, so we're, again, we're, we're excited. I keep saying that. I mean, we're lucky to get to play the game of football and, and I'm blessed to have the kids that I do and the coaches that I do. So it's just a really exciting thing for me, no matter who we're going to play. And, and when you do get some of these tradition rich programs, you know, the, I grew up on hearing about a lot of these teams and then you get into high school and you're seeing them do the things that they do and, and then you get into the coaching world and, and you know, people like Wade King at Assumption, like Lance Peterson at Mount Vernon. These are these are elite level coaches okay. and um, here I am, you know, coming to town and they're coming to my town and, and I get to coach, you know, my football team against their football team. That that's an awesome thing. Uh-huh. I agree. Well coach Fairfield, your your home uh, first home game. What, what's your homecoming game? You know, we're we're still trying to decide that. I think uh, if if everything works out, um, our activities director said uh, he would like it to be Keokuk. And man, just what a what a great homecoming game. I mean, we've got a, a great rivalry with them. It's it's been a you know a long long standing rivalry. Um, they're going to be a really good football team, and and. Uh, they pose a lot of challenges. We get along really well with their program, and I have uh, the utmost respect again for, for guys like Josh Roberts and what he's doing there. So I think that that could be a really fun atmosphere and, and hopefully a really good game. So I'm believing it's going to be the Kiata Chiefs. Okay. Go ahead, Scotty. Well, just to add to that or ask a question about that, I'm kind of curious about uh, the history of Fort Madison. You played there. You've been coaching there for 14 years, uh, four as a head coach. Um, and now you're talking Keokuk for a homecoming game. I know when I moved over here to Mount Pleasant many years ago, that Mount Pleasant-Washington game was the premier uh, uh, game on the schedule for both of those teams. Would you say Keokuk would be that uh, level for the Fort Madison Bloodhounds as far as rivalries go? Yeah, 
I would say so. Um, again, just in all sports, it's always a great gate. Uh, no matter no matter how the teams are doing, um, it's it's kind of like Iowa Iowa State, if you will. The records don't matter. Like throw all the records out, throw everything out because uh, it's going to be just a knockdown drag out. And and yeah, those, those are fun games. So I would say that that's probably been our biggest rival um, historically. Okay. All right, well, Fairfield uh, is out of the conference. Uh, I, I know you told me this before, but I can't quite remember who's in the conference that wasn't in last year. Um, are you talking conference or district? Or di- well, uh, you know, you're the one, you know, the, the U and the Mount Pleasant and the Washington yeah. and Keokuk. Okay. And- yeah, you just hit them. So um, in our district, football district, we have Keokuk, Mount Pleasant, and Washington. And then we will be playing uh, non-district against conference opponent Burlington and Fairfield. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, now it kind of makes more sense to me. All right. So uh, uh, let's let's talk about this Mount Vernon game. I'm just kind of jump around. Uh, um, that looks like new on the schedule. You didn't play them last year, did you? No, I don't think we've ever played them uh, historically. Okay. Well, tell me, what are we going to see in that matchup? How did that matchup come about? And uh, uh, was it something you were lobbying for? Or is it just you guys got so many, they just had to find something? Yeah, the state chose that one for us. Um, you know, we know, uh, I, I've, I've admired their program from afar. Obviously, they're not, like, too far off. But just what they've done, Coach Peterson um, is is a phenomenal coach. And they've been historically rich. Um, I, I mean, Butch Peterson's son, right? So, um, just coaching is in their bloodline and, and he's done a great job there. They were state finalists last year and, uh, they almost knocked off the, the, uh, always tough Harlan team. So, you know, that they're gonna, they're gonna bring it. I mean, they're going to be a top tier team and it's going to, going to be a, a battle. We want to see, we want to see where we're at. I mean, these are the teams that we need to play and, and know where we're at, I guess. Okay. Go ahead, Scotty. Well, Coach Jordy, um, last year, or the last two years, you guys were 4A, which was uh, uh, quite a uh, brutal uh, uh, schedule for those two seasons for you guys just on that alone. Um, now you're back down to 3A, and I know as a fan, when I saw that, that my guys from Fort Madison are down to 3A and Mount Pleasant's down to 3A, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about things. And then I see these schedules come out and the distance <laughs> that you guys are, are going to be playing in. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know that you caught any kind of a break over the last couple of seasons. Would you agree with that? No, 100% right. I mean, reading, uh, you know, some of the things that are going on in, in the, the area here and um, hearing some of the comments about us, you know, being interested in dropping down to 3A, a weaker competition. Um, go ahead and take a look at the schedule and talk to me about weak. Uh, there is absolutely nothing weak about our schedule. But like nope. I said, I really believe that this is our toughest schedule from week one all the way through that we've ever had. All right. Well, let's talk about these district games that you're going to play. Uh, um, you know, the Keokuks, the Mount Puzzles, the Washingtons. Who do you think in that group is going to be taking a step forward? Um, I mean, we're always going to bet on ourselves. Um, so I'm going to say Fort Madison. Um, now, we know that every every week it's going to be a zero and zero battle. Like, um, and that's kind of what we preach to our kids is it doesn't matter what happened previously. Uh, every week is a brand new week and we're chasing one and oh. So 
Um, we start our district schedule off with assumption and, you know, you, for, for the average fan, they look at their schedule and they went four and five last year, but all five of their losses were to playoff teams and, and um, several of them were in the semis. Um, I think two of them were in the semis. One of them was in the, in the finals. So they, they had a loaded schedule last year and they lost their high quality teams and they returned some guys. Um, and I've already, you know, expressed my, uh, and when I, how I feel about Coach Keen. He's a phenomenal coach, so he's going to have his guys ready to go. Uh, and then we go into Keokuk, Coach Roberts. You know, they're, they're a great football team. When you look at their record last year, they lost, uh, I think, three games. Two of them were by one point and another one by six points. So they were in a lot of, of their games, and they're going to return guys. You know, they've got some, some studs. Mount Vernon already talked about them. That's a, that's a team that's looking to make a, a state final run again. So uh, they're going to be tough. Interested in, in uh, Mount Pleasant, Coach Bolin comes over. I know that he went 6-4 and four, um, at Iowa Valley last year, and one of their losses was to, to Waco, which um, we, have, we all know how, how good Waco was last year. So um, you gotta you got to see them. And Mount Pleasant's tradition rich, and they've got some guys – that pose problems. And then we finished our schedule out with Washington and coach Eric. Uh, they went five and four last year. Uh, they lost the Grinnell game by one touchdown. So they were really close to six and three. Um, they've got some really nice athletes as well. And, and I got to talk to some of their assistant coaches at the, the clinic that I spoke at and they were in my session actually. And um, they're really excited about the group of guys that they have. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the gauntlet and you got to be excited about it. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Well, go ahead, Scotty. Well, I always like to talk about a player, at least, uh, even though it's, you know, we're in the offseason here and everything. And, uh, you know, there's going to be some new players emerging that we'll be talking about in the fall for sure. But one that we know a lot about is Teak Smith. And I love following him on Twitter. I see he's back from a little knee surgery, and he's in the weight room and everything now. And I watched some of his huddle film today. Um and I love the way he plays linebacker. He takes on blocks. He fights them off. He makes tackles. He's built like the traditional uh, linebackers that I've loved watching over here in that 3A district or conference back in the day uh, for all these years that I've lived in Iowa. Uh, could you talk about Teague and, and what we're going to ex uh, be expecting uh, to see from him next fall? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I want to start with um, just how great of a kid he is. I mean, he is he's a coach's dream. He's a phenomenal young man. Um, he, he does all the right things. He's a blessing to be around. I mean, he, I cannot say enough good things about him. I think everybody sees his stats and they see him play and they know he's a, he's a baller, but um, he's a, a, a phenomenal student. I mean, he, he really is just a great kid. And he did uh, have, you know, some adversity hit. He tore his knee in wrestling season and ended up finishing the season on a torn ACL and made, qualified for state. So I think that says a lot about the medal that he's made of. Um, and then, like you said, he's already um, he's squatting um, in the weight room a little bit here, seven weeks removed. And he went on some visits. And I think he's, you know, he's really motivated. He wants to get on the field. He's the type of kid that we're going to have to pull the reins and, and make sure that he's not going too fast. I mean, I, I guarantee you, uh, he's he's looking at week one wanting to go now. Yeah. Will that will that happen? Um, that's going to be you know a, a decision that we make. If we leave it up to him, we know what the decision will be. But as as the coaches and as his parents and and surgeon and you know we're going to all collaborate on that and do what's best for Teague Smith in the long run. All right. 
Uh, I want to know about this Williamsburg game. Uh, I know they were 2A last year. I don't know if they moved up or not. But uh, they have been a, a massive powerhouse. Went uh, uh, one game from the state uh, championship last year. And I believe they had the number one uh, center recruit in the whole country uh, last year. Um, what do we know about Williamsburg? And uh, uh, that's going to uh, – you better eat your Wheaties when you play them, I'm thinking. Yeah, they uh, they have been a name in the game of football for a long time. Coach Richie is an awesome coach, absolutely amazing man and a great coach. They've turned out some great players. I mean, guys that are in the NFL, um, they were state finalists last year. And they they had, um, it was like a over 450, I'm, I'm, I'm shying them on it. I think it was more of 475 uh, plus scoring. They, they outscored their opponents tremendously last year. So they put a lot of points on the board, didn't allow a lot of points on. Um, and, yeah, in the state finals, they were in the game. Uh, I remember watching it, and I was rooting for them. And then all of a sudden, here they are on our schedule. Yeah, and, and uh, well, it's a rough schedule. Uh, well, go ahead, Scotty. Well, just to, just to add to that, yeah, they, they made it to the state final. They uh, barely lost to Central Lion, who was stacked. Um, and they do bring back – I don't know who all they bring back, but they do bring back the Iowa recruit, Derek Weisskopf, if I'm pronouncing his name right. And, uh, Dave, you'll, you'll enjoy watching him play if you haven't seen any highlight on him. He's, he's a lot like Cam Buffington, a uh, very athletic kid. But, uh, you know, I don't know what they bring to the table this year, but, Coach, I think – um, there's nobody on your um, schedule that I don't see you guys having a good shot against. This thing looks wide open to me for any one of the uh, teams in the district. I know that was a non-district game, but uh, I, if it was me, Dave asked me today to pick uh, who's going to finish where. I wouldn't know where to start with the district you guys play in. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm not a predictor, and I'm glad I'm not a predictor. Um, but uh, yeah, just just week one through nine. I mean it. It's a gauntlet. You know what? You got to be excited about it. I mean, I, I keep talking about it. I know our kids are. They, they smile. They're not afraid of, of challenge. And, and that's what I, I love about them. I mean, they work hard and they want to test themselves. We could have probably had some cakewalk teams on there, um, but we don't, and we're totally okay with it. Well, uh, your quarterback last year was Aiden Boyer, the destroyer there. Uh, was he a senior? Uh, uh Talk about some of the seniors you're losing. Yes, sir. So Boyer, um, uh, he's he's actually going to play quarterback at Co College. So we're excited to send him on to the next level and see what he's going to do. Um, so we're replacing the quarterback again. I mean, we we replaced Landis Williams with him, got him for a year, and now we're we're moving on. Uh, we've got a guy, uh, Marcus Guzman, who has been his backup, and Marcus is. You know, six two, six three, somewhere in there, and he's he's two hundred, anywhere from two hundred to two hundred and ten pounds. So he's a big quarterback, um, kind of the opposite of of Landis a couple of years ago, who was more of a shortstop. Um, but so we're losing him, uh, losing two guys that I've, I talked about on the last show that are playing in the uh, Shrine Bowl. So we have two guys playing in the Shrine Bowl. I think that speaks to the caliber of of players that they are and, and how much of a hole they're leaving. So Mateo Lozano um, was our center and, um, you know, he's looking at going on to play college ball. And then uh, Tanner Settles, who is one of the best linebackers I've ever seen, just the way that he sets the edge. And, you know, he, he was an elite level player, probably a once in a lifetime edge setter for us. 
I wish that we could say that, that it was our coaching that got him to set the edge that way. But a lot of it, to be honest with you, was just his innate ability. So uh, losing Tanner, he's also going on to co-college. Um, so those three guys are looking to play college ball. And then Daniel Sokolik was a, a unsung hero for us. He was on offensive and defensive line and did a lot of damage that, that went um, unnoticed by probably the public and the newspaper and all that stuff. But um, he's going on to play ball at uh, Iowa Central. And he, uh, he also tore his ACL during the wrestling season. So um, he's rehabbing that. And, and Iowa Central still wants him to come. They're really interested in him. So um, just a great core group of, of guys. And, you know, you're, I'm always forgetting somebody for sure. Um, but just a great group of guys. We're going to miss them tremendously. Well, Scotty, one of, uh, we ask him one more question each. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's, let's go with one more player that I want to talk about because this last season, man, I was, uh, I was defensive end crazy because this area had a plethora of great defensive ends and you've got a pretty special one down there too. I believe Hayden plays defensive end, doesn't he? Uh, he's a linebacker. Oh, he's a linebacker. Okay. Well, that's even better. I like linebackers, <laughs> but he's yeah. the one I wanted to talk about. Cause I felt like as, as Dave and I went on and on, you know, about players throughout the season, some got, uh, maybe overlooked just a, just a tad or whatever. And he seemed to be one of them that I, I noticed. But uh, it didn't get talked about a lot, maybe outside of Fort Madison. So I think it's it's, it's his turn, is what I'm saying. Uh, could you tell us yeah. about Maiden and, and what he brings to the table for you? Yeah, again, just a phenomenal young man, and so he played linebacker for us. We only had him playing one way for most of the season, um, uh, and then Teague, Teague was he was exhausted. He wouldn't have told you that, but he was getting a ton of carries, playing playing middle linebacker, and. We, we just kind of said, we needed somebody to step up at running back and help out. He was playing receiver, and Sago uh, was, and he said, you know what, I'll, I'll move over. And I'll tell you what, the first handoff that we gave him in a live game, we, we all looked at each other as coaches like, oh, my God. <laughs> how did we how did we miss this kid, you know? And, and um, so he's known as a linebacker. He, he played uh, there for us last year and, and led our team in tackles, had a breakout season. Um, but he's also going to play a lot of running back for us. So okay. um, he's just, he's an all around great kid. He, he's doing whatever it takes. He doesn't miss the weight room. He went out for wrestling um, and, and he went out for wrestling because he wants to be a good football player. He, he's battling his butt off on the map, but he knows that that's going to help him in, in football. And he, he took some lumps and actually he turned around, and had a great wrestling season this year, wrestled some varsity for us. And uh, he's also having one heck of a track season. So uh, he really loves track. And, and I think that he's got a bright future in, in whatever he chooses to do. He's a, a great kid. I tell you, Dave, he uh, reminds me a lot of, uh, say, a Reese Oswald from, from Waco, a, a kid that made a lot of plays last year as a junior, uh, but just maybe had so many guys that were getting more notoriety in front of him that, that uh, he might have slipped through the cracks just a little bit. But I have a feeling that's not going to happen this fall. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, you get a great kid and he graduates, you know, and then uh, the only person that's uh, happy is the kid that was sta playing behind him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, Coach, here, here's here's my last question. It'll, it'll, it'll take you a little while to wrap this up. But, uh, you know, you, you got your schedule, all right? So uh, I know you guys have off-season uh, weightlifting and, 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 and conditioning. I know you've got a lot of – I know you encourage a lot of players to play other sports. 
stay in shape, keep their competitive edge. But uh, football, uh, when when does the team, do you have a camp or is there a, a little window of time in June or July or something you guys can work together and then uh, uh, lead us up to August 1st when you start uh, officially practicing? Yeah, so in the state of Iowa, June 1st is the first date that we can have uh, contact with our athletes. Um, you know, I, I did get a lot of questions and a lot of teams reaching out. Uh, we've been asked to go to team camps. Our kids, um, like like all kids, I mean, they're multiple sport athletes and they're going on vacations and, and things like that. Um, so I've never really truly been big on team camps. And I, I know that that's unpopular with a lot of people and that's fine. Um, we don't do a lot of seven on seven tournaments, but we do have a great relationship with teams like Mediapolis, um, a couple teams over in Illinois, Macomb being one of them. Um, and Coy Dorothy, uh, him and I are, are really good buddies. So and now that he's the head coach over there, he's going to bring his guys over, uh, West Burlington. So we've, we've got enough teams that we can do some, some backyard seven on seven and, and run our scheme and not just try to win a, a seven on seven trophy running you know, mesh routes one yard deep and things like that. So um, we, we have our schedule uh, for for uh, summer. I'm really big into the athletic enhancement. I think that that comes first. We've got to get our guys, you know, in the weight room and doing the things that, that we do in there. And they've done a great job. I mean, most of them have been in there year round now. And I think that's a huge change in Fort Madison football and why we've had some of the successes that we've had. So um, maybe our, our schedule looks a little bit different than some of these teams that do get to go to uh, team camps and, and do that type of stuff, but uh, I, we're still going to get our work in. Well, uh, I am going to enjoy looking over the sidelines and watching you get going and having Chuck the Tank Bank standing there right beside you. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, I'm excited. Scotty, you got anything else to say? Hey, I'm, I'm excited, too, um, and I plan to get to a game this year. Last year was kind of wonky for me. I'm going to try to circle games as, as we go on the on the calendar there. And What I'm looking at now is that one at Washington at the end of the year, but I'd love to see that Williamsburg game, too. I think that would yeah. be great. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just excited to see, see you guys get out on the field and see you somewhere besides on the phone screen I have here. <laughs> well, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, sir. Just want to thank you guys again and Scotty. And uh, anytime that you're around, feel free. Um, I'm always willing. I know you love to talk football, and I'm always willing to talk football or get together. And I really do appreciate everything that you guys do for, for you know, Fort Madison football and for the area in football and all other sports. So um, we're really blessed to have you guys. Well, uh, our listeners like to listen to football, and it doesn't it doesn't matter what month it is, does it, Scotty? It sure doesn't, man. It, I think it's king. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uh, uh, Talking High School Football with Scotty Melvin, uh, Fort Madison Bloodhounds edition. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you, Rollhounds. And thank you for being with us, Scotty. Hey, thank you, too. And, uh, and I'll say Rollhounds also. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. 
Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years, we repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.